This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You're listening to Drifter Sympathy on SBI Audio. This season is made possible through the generous support of Patreon subscribers. To become a patron, visit Drifter Sympathy on Facebook and hear more music at holysons.bandcamp.com. probably clear that I was going through some sort of British freakout obsession when I started the podcast and so to make amends for the people who sat through that in confusion we can do a rebuttal episode that also doubles as a digging back into the international psych fetishisms that set grails on its path one of the easiest ways to do that is to dive back into Turkish music in the 70s where they used American psych music as a diving board to sort of circle back to their own improv beginnings and extrapolate out into a new horizon that was owned really only by them in terms of their scales and their knowledge of this kind of naturalistic open-ended, free-form, much darker-hued atmosphere.
That was Baris Manko, one of the tip-top giants of Turkish music history. Sometimes when I'm walking down the alleyways of Istanbul, I will stumble past his record label, which I think is run by his son. I was there a few months ago with Grails, and we spent the entire week rebuilding our set, record shopping, DJing, even going on national TV there uh, for some interviews. But we never really find the time to sit down and talk about Turkish music heritage, so it's hard for me to explain when these melodies were really written. They were constantly being reworked into bohemian settings with the 70s electric guitar players. The next one, Erkin Kuray, was considered the Jimi Hendrix, supposedly, of Turkey, which is a pretty ill-fitting moniker. Here's a kind of folk song epic called Semalem. Karar vermişler Cemal'ı 
there's many pioneering things that the Turkish hit on that weren't even really picked up by outside cultures unless it was unconscious. But you can hear the beginnings of a lot of like hardcore progressions because what to the West was evil, to the East was just ancient and obvious. No more. And then in hip-hop, people are still trying to discover Turkish stuff that was vastly developed way before we ever even felt those pockets. That was Ersan, one of the great Turkish geniuses. My point is that Americans may have invented the modern rhythm section, uh, the entire pocket, but then these things filtered over to other cultures and got stuck in these little crevices. They were extrapolated on in a way that came back that improved upon certain things. Like, if I'm going to listen to 70s funk music, I would rather listen to an Italian drummer than an American drummer. Probably just because the music they're set into is just more compelling to me. But we sent this stuff over, and it came back in totally different forms that sometimes was just more interesting. But on another page entirely, here's the Turkish doing what they do best in the folk area. Uh, this is Fikret Kozalak, which is probably their Leonard Cohen or something like that. But uh, what's the use for Leonard Cohen when your music is a couple thousand years older? 
Utanırım, utanırım fıkaralıktan Hele güne karşı çıplak, armanın kesat Kardeşliğin, çalışmanın, beraberliğin Atom güllerinin katmer açtığı Şairlerin, bilginlerin dünyalarında Kalmışım bir başıma, bir başıma uzak biliyor musun? Akım var, güneşe akım, güneşi zapt edeceğiz, güneşin zaptı yakın. Akım var, güneşe akım, güneşi zapt edeceğiz, güneşin zaptı yakın, güneşin zaptı yakın. Şatlarıyla parçalamışlar Nazlı sel sabah uykularımı Hükümdarlar, saldırganlar, haydutlar Haraç salmışlar üstüme Neskender tapışım Sultan Murat Göçüp gitmişler, gitmişler Gölgesiz ve dayatmışım Görüyor musun? Akım var, güneşe akım, güneşi zapt edeceğiz, güneşin zaptı yakın. Akım var, güneşe akım, güneşi zapt edeceğiz, güneşin zaptı All right, springing out of Turkey into Poland, we're going to Sezla Nyman, the man who gave Lilacs and Champagne their name, one of the most famous Polish singers of all time.
strangely, Jan Hammer, the man who did the Miami Vice theme, one of the greatest keyboardists of all time, must have been on some sort of Polish holiday because he ended up being the drummer on that last track, which is extra bizarre considering no one's ever known him to play drums on a record, but he sounds as good as Billy Cobham did on some Mavishnik tracks. One of our favorite record stores in Leipzig, Germany, is called Whispers. And because they're somewhat near the border, they always have a lot of Polish and Hungarian music that we buy for pretty cheap. I'm a quarter Polish, so for some reason I always just buy some Polish shit. I have tons of records by this band, SBB, probably the most famous prog band from Poland.
So that was unnaturally listenable for them. Usually everybody's just soloing for like 11 minute tracks with no hooks. There was a great band from the Netherlands called Earth and Fire that cut this LSD concept record called Song of the Marching Children. That sounds kind of cliche, it's probably because it is, but certain mistakes being made by bands who were allowed to try whatever they wanted in the name of progressive music often opened a lateral doorway into making something truly great if they were lucky.
Now we're going to head down to Brazil for one of the most creative bands like Flower Traveling Band who carried on underneath Sabbath and Floyd but really actually added their entire own voice to the dialogue, never receiving any credit outside of their own country. This is Majulo 1000. all over the place there's some killer skate rock sabbath cuts is almost like a beef heart out jam.
Since we've gone down this road, we might as well go full steam into Socrates of Greece, sometimes known as Socrates Drank the Conium, one of the great band names of all time, produced by Vangelis.
Turning back to 1971, their first record, you'll notice a constant delay between the speakers on all the lead guitar. Their guitarist was kind of the Eddie Van Halen of Greece at the time and may have been searching for some sort of new effect. Uh, it sounds like he found the ADT, a little device invented by the Abbey Road engineers for John Lennon in 1966 when he decided he hated his voice so much that he had to distract people from it. So it sends two different signals to the different speakers and there's a knob in the middle where you can change the tape speed so that the two signals are slightly off from each other, which is a really classic double-tracking effect.
keep saving the Germans because they're so innovative, they deserve their own multi-episode feature. But I gotta dip in every now and again. This is a pretty tangential, symphonic, progressive band called Pell-Mell.
we're going to end by going over to Japan and hearing one of Flower Trial and Band's kind of hidden gems after the concert. 